you're listening to the Hearts Unleashed podcast, where we firmly believe that love is the answer and we are spreading it like wildfire. You're invited to come spend time with us in authentic connection, growth, reflection, and celebration. Life coach, author, and speaker, Abigail Gazda, will be sharing amazing humans living their hearts unleashed to inspire you to do the same. You will hear from men, women, and young people from all industries sharing their insights and inspiration as they have paved their way to their fullest lives. Here at the Hearts Unleashed podcast, we are turning dreamers into doers. So if you are ready to open your heart and take inspired action on your dreams, you are in the perfect place with wonderful people. Here's your host, dreamer, educator, and adventurer, Abigail Gazda. All right, you are listening to the Hearts Unleashed podcast, where we are turning dreamers into doers, and I have a very special guest today. I am so excited to introduce you guys to Dr. Marlena. She is such a woman that is near and dear to my heart, y'all. I met Dr. Marlena, how long ago was that? Twenty. We're coming up on two years now. Oh, man, I think we're done by now. (laughs) Yeah, so I met Dr. Marlena. She is a business owner, an author, an international speaker with PhDs and certificates and, and all the things that are notable that you should know about. But really what I want you to know about her is what a kind spirit she is, what a compassionate human being she is, and the way that she has really contributed her life to supporting women, redefining themselves, rediscovering their passion and their purpose, and then reinventing all of that so that they can deliver it to the world. And so I was introduced to Dr. Lena, Dr. Marlena, about two years ago, and I got the opportunity to help her share her story in her book. Re- can you share the full title, please? Sure. Rediscovering Your Destiny, The Power of Possibilities and How to Reinvent the Inevitable. Yes. Say it one more time for the people in the back, please. Rediscovering your destiny, the power of possibilities, and how to reinvent the inevitable. Yes, yes. And it's a wonderful book that when I got a chance to read it and I and she shared her story, she knew like I love the way that you wanted to help women kind of wake up. And so you were woken up in a pretty jolting type of way. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, I found myself on the operating table, um, having lost my voice, having worn many masks, and trying to correct something that really wasn't broken. So when I found myself on the operating table, actually, I woke, I actually coded on the operating table. Mm. And when I, uh, fortunately, they were able to resuscitate me, but I woke up into unconsciousness Mm. for 80 days. So it's like falling asleep right now and waking up in like March. I'm sorry, falling asleep in March and working, waking up in May. Um, to the, to, yeah, just think about that, right? You know, Seriously. Like, you know, well, I want to even pause you right there because how many of us are running through our day with such a sense of urgency and we don't really think like it can stop right here, right now. Right so right yeah, that just really, that, that alone yeah. shook me for a second. Go, keep going, keep going. And then, you know, 80, 80 days later, you know, waking up and finding that I had to learn to live life all over again. Mm-hmm. And, and, and here I thought, you know, with all the degrees and, and the, you know, the perfect job and the perfect family, I had everything to only found, find out I didn't have myself. 
You know, I, I was, I was, you know, and wearing masks and then, you know, let me just say that because some people say, well, you know, we have to wear masks because we don't want to put our representative out there, you know, when you first meet someone and that's true. But what happens when you wear a mask too long that you don't know where you start and the mask, you know, ends, that's where the problem started. Yeah, totally. Well, I really love what you're sharing here because how many of us are wearing masks and not, not knowing it, not realizing it until something shakes us awake, right? And you said something really profound. I had the perfect this and the perfect that, but I didn't have myself. And, you know, reading your book, talking about peeling away those masks and being your authentic self was just like, yeah, I, I, re- I remember that for myself. So like you sharing is, is recalling for me, my divorce experience. It looked really good on the outside. I was chasing that white picket fence right. and it all got bulldozed. And I can imagine everybody has their version of how they relate to it. And so how, you know, I'm kind of jumping ahead, but how do you support women going through a process like that? Well, so I have, uh, I do, I have my coaching um, I, so I coach, I have a ministry of just presence. If you just need to have another body in the room, whether that's on a Zoom or whether that's over the phone, I'm that other body in the room because as women, we're afraid to lay our burdens down because then we're like, well, who's going to pick it up? And if they pick it up, are they going to mess it up? And, and we get so caught up in that. I just want to first just be in the room with them. Yeah. Yeah. And, and say, look, 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 you ask that miracle you've been praying for. I'm that miracle, mm-hmm. but we can't just stop there. Now you have to take action. So yeah. whether it's, um, you know, my hypnotherapy uh, or just laying, you know, my, my, I'm also a minister. So is it just praying for them? Uh, just getting them to just stop in the moment and, and just drop whatever they're juggling. Just let it fall, let it crash. Um, because for some reason, again, we've been told we have to manage everything and keep everything perfect. And we don't. Let it become a mess. And then from the mess, the message will rise. Yeah. So this reminds me of that chapter about women being the glue factor yeah. and falling apart and putting yeah. it back together. Oh, you guys, have got, you got to get her book. Say your title again, because they got to go search it up. Rediscovering Your Destiny, The Power of Possibilities and How to Reinvent the Inevitable. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I so love it. That glue factor, you know, you just spread so thin that we lose all of our effectiveness like glue does when you spread it too thin. Yeah, for sure. And you know, you were talking about you being the body in the room, the miracle for others, but what miracle got you, woke you up out of this coma, out of this 80 days of laying in bed? Yeah. So my miracle was, is just that everything that the, the doctor said for me during that time, he, they said, well, first it was when I coded and then I was on life support. I said, well, let's see if she makes it 48 hours. Well, 48 hours passed and I was still there. Then it was, well, let's see. Well, 80 day, every day was a let's see, let's see. And it was until 80 days basically passed that I finally woke up into my rebirth. Mm. And, and, you know, then the conversations began. You came, well, you're not going to be able to do this. For example, you're not going to be able to eat solids ever again. You're not going to be able, you're going to be on a feeding tube. And, you know, it, it was every day it was something I was not going to be able to do. But having faith, which is the key, and that's a whole uh, segment on itself, but having faith was the key that everything that man was saying, I realized that God said different for me. 
Um, how did he say different for me? Because I had hope. I had faith. Everything I was praying for was to be complete, complete in my health, you know, complete in my spirit. Little by little, and I can't tell you, it was not challenging because there were days when I really just wanted to give up. But then the next day I was still here and I was like, okay, well, I survived that. So I can't give up. So now I have to go on to the next, to whatever the next is and, and meet the next challenges. And there were, there were good people around me who said, for example, my therapist during the week, she just would not take no, for example, and she would come in that, and throw the bed covers back and put the tennis shoes on and pull me up. When on the weekends, if she wasn't there, uh, the other ones that would come and they would, I would say, I don't want to do it. And they'd say, okay. And they'd note it in the chart and they'd go away. So I want to be that person for someone else. Mm. So to be in the room with them and pull them up now, uh, and pushed them forward. Now, I remember my mom saying when I was growing up, my grandmother dressed her. She said, now you can push people, but if you have to pull them too much, you hurt yourself and you hurt them. Mm. So I've always kept that in mind that, um, again, I'm the miracle you're praying for, but you now have to action the steps. God gave me my miracle of staying here, but I had to action the steps to keep moving forward and keep growing. Yes, yes. And you know, y'all, I've gotten to meet Dr. Marlena Sherman in person and now here over the video, I get to see her and she is not disabled. She is not, she has no shortcomings and she is fully capable, fully walking, fully this, fully that. And you were stuck, especially waking up saying, you're not going to eat solids. You're not going to walk again. You're not going to this again. And you talked about the way that your faith walked you through that process. And so what would you say to somebody who may not be laying in bed disabled, but they're feeling emotionally disabled or spiritually disabled? What do you want to tell them? Well, if you opened your eyes today, and we're, and, and this is not about what religion you serve mm-hmm. it, or you participate in, but if you opened your eyes this morning or you're hearing, you're hearing our voices you can get up. Whether you have physical challenges or or the mental challenges, you have opportunity to make a change. And maybe you don't know how to do that, but that's why we're here. That's why people like myself and and we're here to say you're not alone. Well, one of the things you have to believe is that you are enough in whatever capacity you're in. You are enough. And you just have to say, you know, today I'm just going to put one foot in front of the other. One foot is finish listening to this podcast. Mm-hmm. One foot is, is, is you know, call, calling someone that was inspirational to you. Uh, calling me, calling. Yeah, but it's just doing the what you can do from where you are to start mm-hmm. and know that you are 100% a survivor of everything that has come up against you. Now, sometimes we don't like the, you know, how we've survived it or what we've gone through, but we're still survived. We're actually, we're conquerors that we are still here among the land of the living. You know, I've had, this has been a two weeks for me that has really, really been mixed feelings. My spiritual side says, hallelujah, two of my good, good friends left me on the same day. And I've said, hallelujah to knowing that they have, they're going to spend eternity. They have the same beliefs that I have, that they're going to spend eternity in heaven and, and how, but I have to tell you the human side of me says, my heart is broken in a 
million tiny pieces and and how do I pull that together and then their 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 services are on the same day so how do you pick and choose which friend you you support and which one you don't and it does that's always going to be in our life situation circumstances yeah. but because I have faith and I have hope you I know tomorrow is going to be okay and I'm going to survive all of this and here we've been friends now two years two years I'm going to look and say Wow, that was the hardest week I thought I ever had to go through. And look where I'm at, two, two years in the future. So, you know, <laughs> you know, I can keep going here. Anxiety is something we attach to, we attach this, this feeling to. And really, it, it's just being concerned about 15 minutes in the future, 20 minutes in the future. And mm-hmm. we can't do any real thing about it. What can I do right now? What, is, what, what can you do right now is look up and get up. And, and just one day at a time. I want to run the marathon. And my sister and I were talking, the LA Marathon. We were talking, next year we're going to do the marathon. And a friend of mine, he posted, he ran the marathon, marathon on Sunday. Oh my God, we missed the marathon that we started talking about a year ago and how fast life is. It's already had. We're talking about, yeah, it, next year. Well, we have to do it now for next year. Mm-hmm. So that's just take those baby steps. Yes. So much, so many gems in all of that you just said. And I really love it because, you know, some of the things I picked up on was I am enough. I'm not alone. So stop telling yourself those disempowering stories and then taking action from where you are. I think that that is so profound because we try to be somewhere that we're not. You're just talking about that's, you know, that's what generates anxiety is putting yourself 50 minutes or 50 days or 50 months out into the future. And that's not here. You're just doing And um, yeah, and I really think number one, I'm so sorry about your two friends, especially that's, you know, same day, same that stuff is, it can be heavy and you're here and you're still showing up for life. And I, I love the perspective that you shared about how like they are free and ready to go and that our humanness, our ego those masks will get really heavy on our face and the weight will get really heavy on our shoulders if we only live into the humanness. But you stretch that into the spirituality and it's so beautiful because I think that it grants us a labor of presence where we can actually celebrate the bigger picture as opposed to the one letdown or something. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, the title of the book, you know, um, the second part, it will rediscovering your destiny, the power of possibilities and how to reinvent the inevitable. Because here's the secret. Here's the magic. We already have everything that we need. We're born with it. But somewhere along the line, somewhere along the way, somewhere in the journey, somewhere in the midnight, we surrender our power. Yes. And then we're not able to get it back because of stuff and things and words and feelings and emotion. We, we can't get back on track. So the, I wrote the book from the perspective of we get to choose. You know, mm-hmm. we get to choose how we show up because here's what's going to happen. It's going to happen anyway. <laughs> Whatever's happening to us today or in the future, if we're granted longer days in our life, it's going to happen. And if mm-hmm. that all, and I know that, and that it's 10% of what happens to us and 90% of how we allow it to affect us. And that's where you just got to say, today is the day I'm going to make a difference in my life. Yes. Before your life is taken away from you is what I'm saying. 
where I'm coming from all this. Yeah, I love it. And something that you were saying came to me as a phrase, the jaded journey, like all of us born with it. We are born ready to go. And then life happens, life happens, life happens, life happens. And we put those masks on, but you've got a process called the destiny journey. Tell us a little bit about that. So destiny journey, it's again, getting one with stuff. It's saying, okay, here I am today in all of my mess and my madness and my craziness. And where do I really, where would I really like to be? And how do I get there? And we go on this step-by-step process to look at what got you to where you are. And some of those things I apologize for, um, they were bad and they weren't right. And they caused you a lot of grief. And, and, but here's, you know, you can't do anything about them. You Mm -hmm. can change is what I'm saying, because it happened but you can't just stay there on that side of the street and, and, and be mad about it really. Cause what happens, we get, here, here's the thing we get, we're angry and we don't process the anger uh-huh. and then we become mad about it. And then 30 years in the future, uh-huh. we're like, what was I really mad about? You know, yeah. I, I, I'm on my second marriage. And so my, my first husband, when I left there, you couldn't tell me within that first year, I was mad and he did this and he was that. And now we're 30 years in the future, pretty much from that. And I'm thinking, you know, he's really a good guy. I had a different perspective at life back then to where I am now. So we take you on that journey and then we give you, and it's not one you can say, I want it. You have to physically participate in it physically and mentally and spiritually in the destiny journey. And um, no uh, certified in timeline therapy, certified in hypnotherapy. And so really utilize those tools in the process Mm. to help the individual get to a healthy position where they are today so they can go into that vision for the future. We're all planning our 2020 vision and and we're living them now. I know I was planning mine last year and now I'm I'm actually living it, but now I have to look to 21, 22 and God, you know, finds it uh, favorable. I'll be able to play (laughs) that out. And here's the thing. It's going to take many twists and turn and change along the way. And just knowing, having the tools to be able to adapt to it as the twists and turns happen. Yeah, I love That's what a destiny journey is really about. Yeah, that's beautiful. And something like what I heard you said it's really about is kind of something you said earlier too, starting where you are. Yes. Not about where you've been, not about exactly where you're going, where you are. And one of my favorite quotes that really made a difference for me was uh, forgiveness is giving up all hope of having a different past. Yeah. It, 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 oh, yeah. I know. I'm going to make a note on that one. Yeah. 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 I'll, I'll, <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll yeah. 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 You better be jotting this. Yes. This I'm jotting that down one. Down. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, on top of that, when you were talking about divorce, I totally resonate. And I heard about that destiny journey is that you help women really shift the perspective. Yes. Right. Because I, I like in the moment, a great tool is to really ask yourself when you are upset and you're kind of stewing, is this a five minute problem? Oh, yes. Yes. Five day problem. Is this mm-hmm. a five year problem? Mm-hmm. Is this a five decade problem? Right. Because the answer is always it's a five minute problem, but oh. we just want to play longer with it. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, yes. Absolutely. You know, we, we, we tend to, like you said, we want to, we want to, we want to, and I mean this in the kindest way, we want to be victims. 
Yeah. We carry a lot and we need somebody to hear us at some point, in, but we don't need to stay in that victimhood. Mm, yes. You know, yes. That, that, that thing happened, you yeah. know, and, and now we just need to get, get on and it's not easy. And I'm not going to ever tell you because it's work. I have been on the weight loss journey all of my life. But then I got, I'm 55 and I realized it's not even about my weight loss. It's about my mentality toward what it really is. And yeah. now I feel more, I'm thriving and, and exercising and trying different things, trying different foods. That's right for me. And, yeah. and finding that right person to work with. I work with a young lady. She's helping me with my nutrition and my fitness. She's telling me to eat more calories. I'm saying, are you sure? She's like, yeah. Because women need X and that's what you need. You need a guide to tell you this is what you need. And you have to get to the point where you just surrender and say, I'm going to follow it. And it's not going to be a fad. She, she said, you know, the fad diets are here. We can, we can do any of the, and I won't name them all. She said, but all in all of her training, all of her, and, she, and this, this, this woman is fabulous. You know, when I say her weight and her conditioning and her discipline, she said, I've tried everything. She said, the same thing, calories in, calories burn. That's all it's going to ever be. And I was like, wow. And wrap them in, you know, wrap my mind around that. Um, has made a change on the scale where before the scale just went up and down because I was just playing at whatever it is. You got to get really serious about changing your life. Yes. And stick to, to the process to change it. Yeah. Well, and you, you used a specific word, a hot word for me, surrender, right? And you, you have to surrender to that, that process or that plan. And so what sort of things have you given up in order to have this life that you've got? Well, number one, trying to be perfect. I'm a Virgo, mm-hmm. 828. I'm a Virgo. And you know, I, what, what was the, uh, the, the thing they say you, when you keep processes, analysis, uh, paralysis, oh my God, that yeah. is so me. Um, yeah. you know, I, I would have to put it out, whatever I was trying to do. And you know, in my HR corporate world, as well as uh, being HR director in corporate, you know, I had to just, whatever I put out had to be perfect. Cause I didn't want anyone uh, in the C-level to say, well, no, this is not right or that's not right. And I was just so caught up in being perfect that I wasn't serving myself or the role, you know, adequately at that point. When I said, you know what, what you get, you know, apparently I got the MBA and I got all of the, you know, the doctoral degree and all of this. Apparently I know what I'm talking about. Just go forward, put it out, you know, live the life and then get the feedback. So I'm one now, you know, action research. So I put it out there, get the reaction, get the responses back and then fine tune it. The other one is that, you know what? I am not perfect and I am never going to be perfect. And matter of fact, I might be a little afraid to be perfect because I believe that when you hit that perfection, God calls you home and he's quite ready to go yet. <laughs> I'm, prepared, I'm prepared, you know, to spend eternity. But uh, if I don't have to go just yet, there's a few more things, you know, I want to. Yeah, I still want to go to Safari and Serengeti, and I haven't gone there yet. So there's still things I want to do, you know. Um, so, but yes, but I know that I am. I'm not perfect, but I am enough as I am, and I love myself. And I, if, I, if no one else 
loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. I'm good. So mm. We're good. And then the greatest love of all loves me. I'm fine. So preach, preach, yeah, Miss Minister. Yeah. Preach. So, yes. So I, I've given up. Uh, the third thing that I've actually given up is while I love everybody, their opinions are like everybody <laughs> has one. Yep. And it's never, you know, I, you know, we both know David and I love when he says that, you know, he did one thing. He said, if they see you as a five, you're always going to be a five, but yep. you know, get in front of new people. Then they will see you as a 10 that, you know, you're a 10 plus, then you'll be that 10 plus. I don't give my heart over to people who are struggling mm-hmm. or in the struggle to run up, over, up and down. I love myself. I am enough. Yes, I can. Yes, I will. Just watch me. You over there two stepping, and I'm I'm uh, what they call it nay naying, and uh, yeah. So I'm over here <laughs> whipping and nay naying. I think that's one of the new. I have young sons, so yeah. Well, everybody's two stepping. I'm doing something else because I know I'm enough. And yes, I can. Yes, I will. Watch me, and I tell myself that every day. Yeah. So those are the three things that I'm just like. I'm over. So let's get on. Let's get on with it. That's right. Well, I I heard you gave up perfect. I I wrote down a few more than three things is like perfectionism, the analysis paralysis. I wanted to repeat that one because I think we all don't know that we have it all the time. I also put down like waiting. You gave up waiting for, you know, that approval and and that you actually grabbed on to acceptance of yourself, uh, the opinions of others. And then I actually wrote this one down is giving my heart and power away. I think that's so powerful because uh, you talk quite a bit about this in your book about how you want to empower women to take their voice and their heart and their power back. Talk about that a little bit. Well, for example, I have a client, so I, she's going through a divorce and she says, oh, I I went out on a date and, and he's this and he's that. And so I just said to her, I said, what's your love language? And she says, my love language? Um, what do you mean? Well, first, if we don't know what love language we speak, what what we need, um, and and, and just keep it simple, I've used the standard test that everybody that's out there that we know the five love languages. And so if you don't know what yours is, how do you know when it's coming? How do you know that individual is bringing it to you? And then how do you reciprocate to that individual when you don't know what to recognize is theirs? So I believe as women and we, our hearts and our emotions, we get attached quick. We need to look at that first. We need to un- clearly understand who we are in our personalities and who we are in our love language. And yeah. then, then in, our firm, in, in our love relationships, because we're quick to want Eros love. But there are other types of love relationships. I have male friends that I am not in love with in an intimate way, but I love. Mm-hmm. And so they they bring me joy if it being a mentor or something to that effect, but I'm not looking to have a romantic relationship with them. But sometimes mm-hmm. that mental part is so much more, um, I thrive off of that and, and I'm enlightened more than that than if I was in a relationship because what we do is when we get into that intimate relationship, now there's expectations set and then if you can't meet those expectations and they're not meeting your expectations, then you're mad or you're issued. Yeah, then it starts. You know, that's where the drama comes in. You know, and I, I laugh and I think about expectations because not we have free will and God 
He doesn't force his will on us. So how can I put my expectations on someone else and force them to love me the way I want them to love me when many times I don't know how I need to be loved? Oh, that's so perfect. Got to get perfect. to the point of learning to love yourself first. Totally. And, you know, the name of your book is called Rediscover Your Destiny. And I really think a huge part of it is rediscover yourself. Yes, absolutely. Because then I think, you know, I I see this a lot with my clients, too, is they want to they have a list of things they want to do or achieve or accomplish. And they don't even really know why they're chasing it. Right. It's that I, I need to feel better. But you, you t- you've been talking a lot about it in this podcast episode is just accepting yourself. You are perfect. You already have everything you need. So quit chasing and then, you know, learn yourself so you can then teach people a few things. <laughs> My favorite quote, Mark Twain. One of one of many of his his uh, sayings. But my favorite one is um, the two days, the most important days in your life, the day you were born and the day you learn why. Yes, I love that one. And once we understand why and not just the why, you know, my children definitely I have few four handsome sons. Um, and yes, they are my why, but they are not my soul why for yeah. me and i mean soul s-o-u-l why mm-hmm. being here my soul why is my purpose is to bring others into the kingdom and then when they're in the kingdom here's the part about that i get to co-create with god how that looks through my life so when I say kingdom, if you're not in your own fullness and your own, you're in the purpose that you were meant to be here, then that's, you're not living in kingdom living. You're not living off the fat of the land, you know, the thousand, uh, you know, cattle on a hill don't belong to you because you don't know how to live in the kingdom. So I'm trying to help them understand how that looks. And then they can, once they understand their why, they can create, co-create with God, how that looks for them to help someone live their best life or that's what living in the kingdom is living your best life so how do you do that so i little by little help them peel back the onion on how to do that for themselves now i'm going to again say it my day my life is crazy confusion chaos i have four sons two dogs a mother-in-law a mom my dad you know and many of us now are we're the parent for our parents i mean my parents are calling they've been divorced for 40 years they're calling me to settle arguments yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, so we're, we're at that age in life when these things are happening. But I tell you one thing I have, I have peace. Yes. I have peace and such peace because I get to choose how I show up in all of this. And when I'm tired of showing up in all of this, I take care of myself first, self-care. Mm-hmm. I want, I teach women how to have self-care. It's nothing but having a nice little cup of coffee or a cup of tea by yourself. Yeah. Get okay with being by yourself because mm-hmm. you're enough. And when you, you've had it and when you're ready to go throw your mask back on, throw your armor back on and go back out there and fight, but learn how to take care of yourself first because you'll show up for everyone else. What's the thing on the airplane? Put your mask on first and then tend to everyone else around you. That's what we have to do. Totally. And you know, in all of what you were just sharing, I really heard the, dis- the distinction between a scarcity 
level of existence and an abundant level of existence, right? Like you can have the chaos, you can have all the responsibilities, but if you are an abundant soul, if you are, like you said, I think living in your fullness, right? It doesn't matter what comes your way. It doesn't matter what leaves your way. It's all can come and go. And I just think it's so beautiful. And so what would you love to say to somebody maybe struggling with the scarcity mindset, just just so hungry to live in that abundant mindset? Well, where you are today with everything that you have today, it's enough. You're exactly where you need to be right now today. But here's the beauty of it. Just like the weather changes, the seasons change, it'll change, you know, and and don't get caught up on what you don't have. Look at, have the gratitude of what you do have. One of the things that we do on the destiny journey is we start the day intentionally. So we set our intentions every day. And then at the end of the day, you have to um, put you get to, you you're supposed to be looking and aware of everything that comes up around you and even if you work in the house and you don't you don't leave the home still look for something new but at the end of the night you only get to write about one of them that you're mm-hmm. grateful for so you can have many things happen but you only get to why is it only one because it's again you want to pull that one thing that pulled on your heart out and be grateful for it because gratitude really is the key to abundance. You know, how how do you how do you how do you ask for more when you can't be thankful for what you have? So gratitude right. is, is the key. You know me well enough. Growing gratitude. I love all that. So ton of fun. And I'm growing a lot of gratitude for having you on this podcast. And Thank so you. I have one more question for sure. you. What does it look like for Dr. Marlena Sherman Linton's heart to be unleashed? Uh, I just need to get out there and get more exposure because it's time that we say it's enough hurt and that I am enough. So I'm just, just working with women. I mean, I have them, you know, book signings, of course, my books, I have two book signings coming. It's more podcasts. I just, I'm being exposed yeah, um, because it, it's time. I'm, I can, you know, I've been the the best kept secret, um, <laughs> and that's no more. God says it's my season to help, and I'm just I'm willing to help, and and that's what we can expect from me, and and that's sort of where I am. Just just wanting to help, and and um, if you need me to come to your event. You know, someone needs me to come to their event. I'm showing up. That's the thing. I'm taking <laughs> action. I'm showing up. You know. Um, if I can just get in, get in the room, um, there's many times I think I'm going for one thing and God directs me to something else. Somebody else needed to hear something. Someone else needed to have a touch. And that's what I'm doing. I am being obedient in this season of mm-hmm. my life to just go and, and everything else is just falling into place. Yeah. That is so inspiring because you've had so many seasons and seasons that didn't maybe didn't seem to make sense seasons that challenged you that you've maybe felt held back and now it's like a horse out the gate literally unleashed literally exposed literally out there and so um you know i i feel like that's really inspiring for a mom to hear who's in that phase of raising children where she may not feel so free or someone in their corporate position that may not feel so free or someone who's ill and sick and on a deathbed who may not feel so free that it's a season 
and it has a reason and that it's only preparing you to show up as fully as you possibly can. So thank you for showing up as fully as you possibly can. It's such a pleasure. I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. And so how can we find you? How can we follow you? Uh, I am on all social media. If you put in um, Marlena Sherman Linton or Dr. Marlena Sherman Linton, I actually have a, also a website. It's, it is uh, www.purpose, the letter N like Nancy, the word passion.com. If you'd like a free session, I am uh, there. Just book me, go there. All my services are there. I serve in a ministerial capacity. If, you, if Again, if you just need um, someone, my ministry of presence, um, if you just need someone to just be with you on the other end, I'm there. And you can book all of that on the site or you can just simply reach out to me at 818-903-4043. Um, send me a text and then we'll, we'll connect that way. That is so perfect. Thank you so much. You Purposeandpassion.com. You are filled with purpose and passion. And it is such a pleasure to know you and share you. And Hearts, thank you so much. I hope that you are filled with purpose and passion. Be sure to get Dr. Marlano's book, Rediscover Your Destiny. Say, say that subtitle. It is so such a mouthful. Rediscovering Your Destiny, The Power of Possibilities, and How to Reinvent the Inevitable. I love it. You guys, life is inevitable. It's up to you how it gets to go. So live it fully. And thank you for tuning into the Hearts Unleashed podcast because here we are turning dreamers into doers. Thanks for tuning in to the Hearts Unleashed podcast. We hope you found all the inspiration that you needed today and that you use it to take the next inspired action on your dreams. If you loved the show, share it with a friend. We love spreading the love. For more information, to listen to more episodes, or to shop Hearts Unleashed, head over to heartsunleashed.com. See you next time, hearts.